You know, so think of this as time travel from then to now. Welcome to a very special episode of Hawkcast, uh, the podcast where we focus on the works of one Ethan Hawk. I'm your host, Kyle Amato. I'm your other host, Corey Purcell. Uh, today, our guest, our first repeat guest. Friend of the podcast, officially. Friend. I feel that feels like. really good. Yeah, first wow. repeat guest. Friend of the podcast, M. Castle. Hi, guys. Today, we are discussing a film that is in theaters now called Maudie. Ethan's in it. <laughs> he plays Everett Lewis, husband of Maude Lewis, famous Canadian folk painter, who I didn't really know of before I found out about this movie, but I've seen her work and it's really gentle and nice. Much like most of this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie was very gentle. It was very Canadian. It was, yeah, it was very regional. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Ethan's uh, Canadian accent a lot. Yeah. When he would say, I have to go oot or uh, the hoose, around the hoose. I also liked that the movie opened with, like, a solid 30 to 40 seconds of different Canadian arts organizations yeah. that funded this thing. Yeah, it, t- it took a village. It, it all sure the boards, did. every board in Canada all wanted this movie to get made. And for good reason, Ma yeah. Lewis is a really interesting person. No, it was, it, um, so you were mentioning this on yeah. our way out of the theater, but just that you don't tend to like biopics. I and don't. I definitely can agree with that, but I felt like this is one that, like, like okay, this, like, justified... It, it earned it. It, yeah. it was different. I think the biopics I've liked recently are something like Jackie, which focuses on one event, namely Jackie Kennedy during the assassination of her husband. Yeah. This is one of the few, like, not quite, not quite, like, birth to death because she was already an adult, yeah. but just, like, over a long period of time. I think it actually worked for it. Um, so let's just start with who Mom Lewis is. Yeah. She is a painter from Nova Scotia who had... Terrible arthritis, so she's yeah. kind of gnarled, and um, despite that, she made little paintings that were really delightful, just like nature and kitties and yeah. her and her husband. Um, and she was just kind of famous. And since there's only like 28 famous people in Canada, everyone knows who Maud Lewis is. <laughs> like, you talk to people from Canada, they know who Maud Lewis is. Okay. Like, Kate Beaton knew who Maud Lewis oh, was. Yeah, it's just like, Stuff it's. Like that. It's one of those sort of, like, because like if you have a regional folk artist, yeah. you kind of know. Everyone knows. I mean, yeah. she's, like, from a couple towns over from where Kate, Kate Beaton lives. That's funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Nicole would know about Maude Lewis if all, I had asked her. All the seven Canadians we know. Yeah, all seven <laughs> Canadians. Um, yeah, I don't have much information beyond that except for what we saw in this film. And yeah. Her husband is Everett Lewis, who she initially meets because he is looking for a maid to live in his tiny house. A woman. A woman. <laughs> He's looking for a woman. I was so annoyed as he was sometimes like, I need a housemate. It's like, you need, you're asking for a maid. This yeah. isn't, this is a job, not like, this isn't Craigslist, like, I need yeah. a roommate. Well, and Maude, Maude takes it in the first place because she's been just dropped off with her aunt because yeah, her, her brother's an asshole and oh, sold worse. sold their family's house and it's like, oh, you live with your aunt now because he doesn't want to take care of her because she's also not, like, totally there mentally. Yeah. it's She's very... I don't think stunted is the word, but she's very... She marches to the beat of her own drum. She sure does. Um, so she goes to Everett's. She takes a little ad, goes to Everett's, and is like, hey, I'm going to be your maid now. I love how, like, coy she was in, like, the general yeah. store of, like, lo- like 
hearing, like, looking at, like, th- like cans and stuff, hearing that he's, like, looking for a roommate, and then, like, kind of just, like, hiding behind a wall, and then, like, quickly just, like, grabbing the note. A little jump to take the note down from its high place on the bulletin board really <laughs> yeah. did warm my heart. She's so small. Um, Sally Hawkins is fantastic in yes. this role. She um, was. She, she I really have, stole the show. I have seen her in, I think, three other movies. Uh, they are Blue, Blue Jasmine, where she's Kate Blanchett's sister in it, and she's very good. Uh, Godzilla, <laughs> where she does not get to do a lot, and who like what kind of characters is she playing Godzilla? Just like scientist, scientist, yeah. Who's with uh, Ken Watanabe's character? Who's just like oh shit, Godzilla's back. God. Um, and Paddington, where she plays the mom. Hmm. Paddington is like a cute movie. <laughs> Got nothing against Paddington. No, all right. It was like nice. It was like if the Garfield movie was good. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah. I have trouble envisioning that. Pretty yeah, much. But, um, but yeah, she's but British. She's she's a British actress. So okay. She was. She she also then did a very good job with her Canadian accent. I was yeah. not sure if she was yeah. Canadian or not. No, she's British. <laughs> Believably, like folksy enough, but like there isn't an accent. The Canadian mm-hmm. accent's always so funny to me. It feels like yeah. Like I I think of it the same as same way that I think of the Philadelphia accent, where I can't hear it like all the time. And then they say a certain word. I'm like, oh, okay, I yep, now know where you're from. Really. Yeah, because he. I mean, Ethan only said like get ooch like once or twice. <laughs> um, so this film takes place in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking up to find out, like, for context, when she died. When, when she was it? 1970. Oh, wow. So, like, at very end of the 60s. I had no idea so much of this movie took place in the 1960s. I really thought it was the 20s for, like, most of it. Because they live in the middle of nowhere. They live in the middle like, of nowhere. Electricity. They start making enough money. It was, like, her brother's just like, oh, you get the place wired. It's like, oh, well, why would we do that? It's, it's just <laughs> yeah. not the way they live. So it's, like, it, like, it really delightfully kind of, like, outside of time. Yes. I mean, that kind of represents her paintings, too. And I think that's why the woman from New York is so charmed by them. Because they're just, like... Nice little yeah. So we need to talk setting. about we need to talk about this character. A of, woman from New York. Yeah. What was her? Oh, uh, of course, uh, Sandra. Sandra. And they, they, her uh, Maud and <laughs> Everett all pronounce it Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. She was she's a vacationer in Nova Scotia, and she thought that her paintings were just delightful. Well, well first she was mad that Ethan oh. like stiffed her on the number of <laughs> fish he was supposed to bring. Oh by. yeah. God damn it, Everett. <laughs> he's a terrible fishmonger. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even catch the fish. He just sells them. Well, yeah. What the fuck is that? But the really, the tasty-looking fisherman was the one who catches all the fish. Mm, and uh, he was tasty. Yeah, we should just talk about how, at first, I mean, Everett's just a big, grumpy asshole. Yeah. Um, and when so. the fisherman is like, what's his name, Donovan or something, um, he says hi. Yep. And he's like, oh, you, you live with him? Like, where do you sleep? And she's like, oh, you know, there's more room up there than you'd think. And he's just like, oh, you're going to... You, you go go in steady or whatever, and then Everett like slaps the shit out of him. I lost my shit. It like it's horrible. It, I gasped. It, yeah, no, the entire theater gasped. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like I um this felt like a weird movie for me to see in a theater because there were so many moments where I, as an audience member, wanted to be emoting more loudly. That yeah. I felt like the audience was a very like quiet audience for this gentle film, and I wanted to be like laughing at every goofy fucking face Ethan Hawke made. He yeah. was he made so many like pinched weird faces. He looked like a Quentin Blake drawing. <laughs> God. Yeah, he seems very strange. Yeah, very constantly strange. But yeah, then like this, like out of nowhere, this slap. I was yeah, it was horrible. horrified, so mad. Mm-hmm. Get out of there, Maud. Maud, what are you doing? 
I mean, she like, uh, it's so complicated because these were real people, and that's the thing watching this that like was definitely bizarre. Is yeah. I wonder, like, I don't know too much about this woman's life other than really like having seen like a little bit of her art, so I right. don't know. I think how ever accurate this is. I think ever was kind of like that. I think there may have been more. Yeah, a more abusive side that the movie didn't quite show, but certainly implied it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's another thing that stresses me out about biopics. That it's just like, oh man, this yeah, happened. Don't get to take these people right. as like these essentially good or bad things. It's mm-hmm. just like, Ugh, folks that's are like, complicated. Unless you're doing like the NWA biopic and you just like gloss. Yeah, over yeah. The and like, um, <laughs> that's that another bio. That was a weird one. Mm-hmm. Another not quite biopic, but historical film, uh, Selma. Selma is great. Um, Selma doesn't really sugarcoat the fact that Martin Luther King Jr., like half the time, he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, And I never, I don't remember the actress's name, but uh, the woman who played Coretta was so good. And she didn't have a lot to do, which is also the problem with the Jackie Robinson movie. The wife is amazing and she does not get a lot to do. Mm. Um, I never saw the Jackie Robinson one. It's. Not at, you know, it's all right. Yeah. The the main guy is Chadwick Boseman, who's now Black Panther. He's oh, yeah. he's great. Uh, he's a great find. Um, a lot of it felt like um, I don't know if you remember when the Wonderful World of Disney did a uh, Ruby Bridges movie. Nope. Okay. Well, they did. It felt like the exact same thing, but with Jackie Robinson instead of the little girl going to school. Okay. Um, they yeah. had Alan Tudyk as a another baseball that. player that like just kept screaming the N word at him, Ooh. and it was, I was just like, oh, like, God. That way, am I right? Yeah. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Wasn't that unspoken? <laughs> um, but yeah, I digress. It's hard to watch movies about real people, just no, not knowing how much they're exaggerating or how much they're softening. Right. That's the thing. Is I feel like I always want to like, okay, well, now I need to read like three books on this person, mm-hmm. so now I can like understand this in like more context or something. Sure. Like it, I'm definitely gonna do more research on Bob yeah. Lewis. Yeah, which I, I guess is like a good thing about biopics. Like, mm-hmm. me want to do more research. I mean, I wouldn't have known about her if I didn't know about this movie. Literally, same. This is the first time I've ever heard about her. I'm not yeah. Canadian enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as much as I would like to be. <laughs> um, um, can we talk quickly about the soundtrack for this movie? Mm. Yeah. It was really interesting. It was almost, like, very gentle. Like, it was, like, stringy, but, like, I don't know. It made me think of, like, and this is entirely mo- because it's just Canadian, but, it's like, do make say think or something of, like, some sort of, like, kind of, like, gentle Canadian post-rock uh, that yeah, someone who's kind of, like, ambient. Yeah, um, just, like, yeah. it doesn't stand out too much, but it wasn't, like... There was, like, one scene that I noticed where there was, like, okay, there are lyrics to... This is a song playing, and now we get, like, a montage to this. Yeah, the songs were nice. The, the, the last one got me choked up. Yeah. Um, but that, for the most part, right. it was just it kind was of this, like, gentle stuff. Being being. love. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I did have that thought. I'll, again, I'll have to look more into that. But, yeah, I thought the score was nice. I thought it fit. I think there were a couple, there were a couple moments where I thought the music came in almost too early. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, that's just something I've just started noticing more with soundtracks of when they're trying to get you to... To do the work for you, right? Yeah. For the mo- they try to do the work for the movie. Don't you feel yet? There's an emotion coming. Um, but <laughs> oh my god, yet. this movie was beautiful. Oh yeah. They it's so gorgeous. They filmed this in Canada, really? hardcore. Really it looked like gorgeous. all of Kitteridge. I was saying this earlier, but all of Kitteridge. It's supposed to take place in Maine. It's gorgeous. 
it looks like the same kind of locale. Yeah, it, the great sky shots. There's like mm-hmm. they did. Um, there was like this one walkway that they would have to go on sometimes, and you always get these great, great shots of like a sunset and then like Molly's silhouette as she's walking home or just like. I really, down. I really like when movies take advantage of landscape and like fill the screen yeah. with landscape, and then the characters are tiny. Like that's done really well in Under the Skin, which is filmed in Scotland. Because yep. there's one part where Scarjo Alien is. A, it's, don't worry about it. Scottish Alien movie, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> she's in like a phone booth, but the whole screen is just like a hill going up. That's awesome. And like you can't oh, even see cool. her. It's gorgeous. Yeah, like I loved like the winter shots in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It um it we were recording on a very hot day. <laughs> yeah. And that made me like it, it. It made me very happy that I live in a place where there are four seasons and like it will be winter again and it, I will be too cold also. <laughs> I also love just, I don't know, their, um, their adventuring through the landscape, like the back and forth, like him pushing her in that wheelbarrow everywhere. Oh, those, every scene where like, that was happening was the most adorable thing ever. She yeah. like, always looked so tickled to be in the wheelbarrow. Yeah. Like, it's just like, that's a part of what's so complicated about Everett is like, he's a big mean asshole, but he isn't nice to her and like doesn't <laughs> actually get rid of her. But you can't, you can't just say like, well, he, he never got rid of her. Like, how is that good? Yeah, it's <laughs> not the most willing endorsement. And that's like classic abuse of relationships. Yeah. Stuff, right. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he's nice sometimes. Well, like he does love me. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. But, it's like, that's like the whole thing with this movie is it's kind of like, it's not a not abusive relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I never thought that they did like a, they never made it like bay goals sort of thing. Oh right, no, no, they right. were never a perfect couple. Even I think that's, in like even in their best moments, it was like we're doing all right. Right. And that's something really tricky to pull off. And I, I thought they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah. I, I, I think so too. I don't think we were supposed to walk away from this movie being like, oh, I want a love like theirs. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that was not the moral of like, this. When he, when they're in the bed together and he's kind of like on top of her and she goes, if you're gonna do that, you, we gotta get married. Uh. And he's like, it's too, exp- it costs money. Which also, okay, that whole first almost sex scene made my skin crawl. Which so I think much. No, yeah, definitely the point, but yeah. I was, it, I turned to you at one point during this movie, Kyle, as yeah. we were next to each other in the theater, I'm like, I am so not excited for the inevitable sex scene, because it's like, I know they get married, so there's like, that's gonna happen yep. at some point, is they're gonna show that scene, and I'm gonna hate it, and I hated it even more the, like, the first time than I thought I would. Yeah. You like wriggled on top of her for three seconds God. and got off. Like, <laughs> it was even better than the sex scene in Brooklyn. <laughs> That, that sex scene was at least, like, uh... Romantic. Romantic. This was not... Very was, transactional. Yeah, very <laughs> transactional, very grim. Yeah. Well, it's not like he wanted children. Yeah. Um, so, wait, we should talk plot-wise, we should talk about yeah. that. About, um, oh, boy. So, Maude was, like... Pregnant at one point. She sexually was, assaulted. Yeah. Yeah, like At, um... Was it the... She went to the... Look at the, the dance hall. The club. Yeah. I love I the language, because it was like she was, like, going to, like like, some hot club in the city or something, yeah. and it's, like, no, it was, like, a jazz oh, dance hall in this yeah. tiny Canadian town where, like, like, five people the church. are there. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's the church, <laughs> like, they, like, move the pews, and it's, like, okay, we can dance for a couple hours. Um, but, yeah, like, her Aunt Ida mentions, like, like, like last time, yeah. and you were just, like, Ooh, Yeah, I was, yeah. like, oh, she was assaulted. Yeah. I didn't think about a baby, um, but what Maude has been led to believe is that she had a baby who was born deformed yeah. and passed away and was buried while she was sleeping. And then you find out later in the movie that her horrible brother and aunt, quote-unquote, sold the baby? Yeah. Sold the baby. I'm not entirely familiar because I live in 
now. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, what a baby goes for, or, like... I guess just, like... Does a... this mean that this girl, like, worked for some family, or, like, it was, like, is this just, like, adoption, but they're cutting out, like, an agency? I think I... it was just that. Yeah. Okay. I mean... I do they... wonder what the going rate of a human baby is. <laughs> what's, what's horrifying to think is later when Everett brings her to the house where her child lives now, like, clearly it wasn't that far. Because no, she, she was just yeah. like, oh, why have we gone this way? Like, what are we doing at this house? Like, I don't think it's the same town, but it's the same region. Still. Yeah, like, no, they're not. It's like a two-hour drive at most. It's yeah. very nearby. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, oh, that was so long. I know. Right? <laughs> like, crawling along the truck, trying to, like, just get a look, and then, like, okay, let's go home. <laughs> but she doesn't like, get to see that she's, like, doing well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she had a little family. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she had a husband at the very least. Yeah, her pretty young her daughter and her handsome husband yeah. and they, their white picket fence. Yeah. And he like, was painting the fence for her. I thought that was very sweet that, yeah. like, for all Maud's life and with Everett, she's doing all the painting around the house. And then for, like, when she, like, finally sees her daughter, her husband's, like, painting the picket fence for oh, her. I also, so I will say something that I thought was not funny, but the timing of it was interesting, uh, is that... We go from Maud gets like backhanded in front of a stranger God. in front of her house yeah. to she's painted like three of the walls in the apartment. And he's like very chill about this. Yeah. Like yeah. we have gone from <laughs> you spoke out of turn we've gone from, I'm gonna assault you. We've gone from so the order in the house is me, the dogs, the, the chickens, chickens, you. <laughs> to okay, you can paint, but just don't paint in my one corner. Okay, it thank you. In the span of like thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's and the thing, I'm like, like, huh. Time and I know passes, you have to... Yeah. No, time passes kind of in a subtle way. Like, I didn't realize how much older they were. They did a really tasteful job with that. Of, like, with the agents? Yeah, makeup. just like, okay, everyone's got some makeup. It's five to ten years later now. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They didn't need to make a big deal out of it. No. no. It's just kind of a life just flowing into... It was like fucking Harvest Moon. Like, <laughs> uh, I liked the scene where she had to kill the chicken. I oh, that was really that good. Scene. I loved it. Oh, man. She, she's apologizing to all the other chickens along with the one yeah. that she has to kill. I also did love that scene because it showed, too, how, like, capable she was. Like, mm-hmm. I think up yeah, to and that's you're the not thing. sure, like... Yeah, she's very sure of herself that yes. she's capable of taking after just... herself, but you're not, as an... As a viewer, you're not right. totally sure yeah. yet. Well, just the way that she carries herself because of her arthritis, like, you don't know how can she even, like, hold a broom in, yeah, without, exactly. like, with, with, it's not even like she can do it, but, like, how much is it going to hurt her? And that's so much, that's clear later when she's aging and she's really stooped. Yeah. And she can't really do these things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was just felt bad about what she was getting herself into, you know? Um, a thing we uh, we started talking about but stopped talking about. So this woman, Sandra, Sandra, mm, yes. Oh, yes. comes to her door, uh, want, wants more fish than Everett gave her, but also like sees Maud's paintings through the crack in the door. He's like, oh, I love your paintings. I loved that it was just these country folk found a New Yorker to take advantage of. Yeah. I love that that was, like, their entire financial plan, is we've got, like, one New Yorker with famous friends who can, like, just send, like, get the word out that I'm making some paintings. It's like, oh, what have you got there, Sandra? It's like, oh, well, this is from a a gentle old woman in Nova Scotia. The most undiscovered artist. artist. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. She lives in a tiny home with her husband and... 
paints the most wonderful things. It's so whimsical. They don't even have electricity. And I really like that we never saw that scene that we just mm-hmm. mimicked happen, mm-hmm. but that, like, as soon as you just, like, meet this woman, you know that, like, okay, these are the conversations where she's explaining Maya yeah. to other people. Yeah. And she, they end up on, they do a TV interview. Because, yeah, that was a very cute, like, Canadian, yeah. like, CBC, I, like, interview. I really like yeah. that the way they talk about it whenever it's like, oh, I seemed, like, mean on on the TV. On like, the TV. It wasn't just on TV, it was on the, the TV, TV. Which, of course, they didn't Yeah, because they don't got one, so uh, it's the TV. Yeah, why would they, what does she need a TV for? Yeah, what are they watching? Yeah, no. She watches, she watches out the window, and she sees a different scene every day, and that's where oh, her paintings come from. beautiful. The whole world. <laughs> She can just see the whole world out of there. It's already framed. Like, yeah. that's what she said. But, yeah, I love, like, you, like, she had all these scenes where, like, her trace, like, kind of, like, almost, like, figuring out how she was going to paint something of, like, tracing the lines of an object mm-hmm. out the window against the window. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, like very sweet of, like, her doing that to Everett as he's, like, chopping wood or something. Um, I also was so mad at the scene, not, like, mad at the scene, yeah. but where they go to sell the postcards at the country store, and yeah. that guy is such a dick. <laughs> Why? Hey, but Everett stood up for her. And I love that Everett had like the classic like mo- like modern art or outsider art like response. Yeah. Like, my five year old son could paint this. Like, yeah, well, he didn't. Like, yeah, he, like he where he are my nickels? Shut up! You're an idiot. Give me my money. Like, <laughs> yeah, pay me for the postcards, old man. You got it. Yeah, and she originally pay- painted the postcard just to like get people to pay their debts to Everett. Yeah, like, I thought that was cute. And she flipped it over. It's like, oh, a little winter scene. Like, yeah, so nice. So I. Will say also that I was very happy that the woman from New York did not turn out to be the one trying to exploit her. Yeah. Because I was yes. worried that that scene was coming yeah. down the pipeline. That would have like, sucked. That will break no, my heart. but when Everett, when she and Everett have the fight, she goes to stay with Sandra. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, yeah no, they, like, um, she's her friend. She, yeah, that's what thing. I mean. I was really thrilled to have that because I think there's, like, an alternate universe where this goes <laughs> the other way. And I yeah, know, like, flipping terrible. her paintings for. Yeah. You know, and mom would never know. No, she wouldn't. <laughs> just have the internet. I, oh, oh, and there's that one part where her brother yeah, comes back. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. I love that scene of her dirtbag brother. There's the one line of where he's trying to convince her. It's like, oh, well, like, you can't have him taking care of your money. Like, you should let me take care of your money. And she just wants, all you know is debt. Yeah, you sold I the family died. But yeah, and then like when he picks out a pain, like she's like, "Oh, there are five bucks." She's like, oh, I think I'll take this one. That one's six bucks. Yeah. I know. You the go, mod. Protest. I loved it. Yeah, that's what she was always. She was always really sassy. Yeah, yeah she was. In a way, it was like mildly under her breath, which I think exactly. was interesting. Yeah. And it was um, perfect because she's so like charming that yeah. she's like, you can't be mad at her. Yeah, <laughs> she's a sweet old lady. Yeah. We want to rate it out of Rye Grins? Well, okay, so this is the thing. Is I think we can't rate it out of Rye Grins because we have no Rye Grins. We can rate it out of Grumpy Frown. Scrump, it, like, yeah. scrunched attempts at a smile. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he was really good. He just made a lot of silly faces. I, I so many times wanted to just laugh out loud at the faces he was making, but felt uncomfortable in the theater. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to ruin it for other people because they don't know him like we do. <laughs> they don't get it. They just don't get it. Um, no, he made a lot of goofy faces, but I thought he did such a good job of being someone who does not have a lot of words oh, and is um, incredibly frustrated by that. This is what I was wanted, uh, I wanted to talk about was, um, so uh, we were mentioning White Fang earlier, and, and you were saying yeah. you hadn't seen the movie, but we just finished watching it um, with our friend John, and mm-hmm. I felt that in this movie, instead of in White Fang, where Ethan is like the young, educated like boy who goes to the frontier, in this one, he's the old townie. Yeah, it's like it's, oh, like he's actually just like the old mountain man that like the character Ethan plays in White Fang has to t- teach how to read. 
he's like it's very much this role reversal and i feel yeah. like he in a lot of his roles is always kind of working with these um archetypes yeah like he's like the like hard dad like awkward like grumpy man archetypes we, we were I, yeah kyle other kyle yeah who we saw the movie with was mentioning and i agree that like this is like every grand but these are like every grandparents like, yeah like these like this like yeah. the communication you're issues. not happy but you don't hate each like you love each other but like you're not happy and you're bad at communicating felt like every like all my grandparents it even fits in the sense of like the sweet grandmother and the kind of emotional yeah. grandfather. Like this is such a yeah. If they had had if they had grandkids, it would have just been that exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just thought it was funny that it's like um, I think he plays and like kind of works in a lot of these same roles of either someone kind of confronting this character that he played or the character that he plays mm-hmm. of like either being like like in Boyhood he's cool dad, but oh, he's, he's then kind of switched so easily to like grumpy yeah. grandpa. He's so <laughs> fucking good in Boyhood. I can't wait to talk about that. But um, but so yeah, I'd be yeah. rating it. Um, I'd give this movie four uh, grumpy attempts at a grin. Yeah. I, I, I really thought it was a great movie. Four out of five for me. Yeah, I, I was going to go with four. I thought this was really great. Um, I thought its tempo was really good. I thought it it moved along at a good pace, even though it's just kind of about life. I loved the transition of seasons. I thought it was gorgeous. It was, it was definitely... Um, it, it's not a fast-paced movie, and it's not like plot-driven or anything. But yeah. it doesn't it doesn't drag. Not oh, at all. This is... I actually thought it went really quickly yeah. for yeah. a movie like this. For a movie that like, was about oh, two and hours. for an hour fifty, like yeah, yeah it's not um, it's not a short. movie. We should note this is the first episode of a recording of a movie that was directed by a woman because we just watched oh. Maggie's Plan. We haven't yes, recorded, we haven't recorded it yet. yet. Yes, so this is technically the first movie that we've uh, recorded directed by a woman. Um, and you can feel it. It's very clearly like a much more feminine lens, and especially then kind of funny seeing Ethan mm-hmm. portrayed like and like directed by a woman as opposed yeah. to I feel like yeah. when he's directed by men, he's de- like he, he carries he, himself differently. He, he carries himself differently. I feel like he gets away not gets away with, but like the, his characters get away with more. Well, yeah, like I'm thinking because uh, I can see it right here. Tape. Like, yeah, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, that a very different like movie if mm-hmm. a woman had been the one to direct it. A woman wrote tape, but and yeah. and did the cinematography. That's for right. It, that's right. But, yeah. but still, like the performances that you get out of him. Yeah, you're gonna get something different from Richard Linklater than you do from Aisling Walsh. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm pronouncing her name right because she's Irish as shit. But I don't know how to pronounce any vowels in Irish. Yeah, every Irish <laughs> name God, is sound. like. Four S's and then an A E and it's pronounced like Zerhertha. <laughs> so I never know what's going on. Uh, no, uh, how would you rate it? I would also give it four. Uh, four grumpy frowns. Begrudging grimaces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I I loved it. I mean, I think I turned to you as soon as I ended, and I was like, "Well, that was charming." Like, yeah. It was really, a very charming movie. I felt very I just, charmed. I, I like that movies like this exist. Um, yeah. So I guess. Um, it, it want, did, did it get some Sundance? Anything? Is it getting film festival stuff? It, it I think it premiered at TIFF. 
Okay. It feels like that will get Oscar buzz, but I don't know. It, it feels like it would I get think Oscar Sally Hawkins. Yeah. yeah, I think she could. Um, Cinematography. Ethan, Ethan, maybe if it's for supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I don't think it's actor, not If they decide that this is supporting, then he could maybe get nominated, I yeah. feel like. But I, it, even then, it it's really, like kind of a bit of a stretch. It really depends. Um, cinematography, I agree. Yeah, the I thought it was gorgeous. gorgeous. It's, I think probably it's the just, cinematography I've seen from a movie that came out this year, at yeah. least so far. And I, I just... Her performance truly. Yeah, she's fantastic. Outstanding. Yeah, like, I, I thought, and then the way that she carried herself, it was never like overdoing it. She wasn't like the fucking hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. right. And then the, at the very end, that they showed part of what I guess is the the real the like, real news interview report of with which her. I also have to look up now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need to watch all of that. Yeah. But like, it's they look different. These characters look different than the actors portraying them, but the actors did a very good job, I feel like, at conveying, like, who these yeah. people are. I don't think that movies should be cast based on how much you look like them. Exactly. Like, David Oweo looks nothing like Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. I don't think it should be like, oh, that guy kind of looks like him. He should be playing it, because that... Yeah. yeah. No, you're totally right. It's... But, but, it they, but both of like them did, like, they, like, studied the mannerisms of these people, of, like, okay, how can I portray yeah. this person as uh, this movie needs it? I will say, even her, like, grin has this character. The way that, the oh. hand, but, the way that she put the hands yeah. under her. And, like, we kind of, like, nibble yeah, on her thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same smile on a different face. Very cute little smile. At the very least, this is a wonderful movie for Sally Hawkins to add to her reel. Absolutely, and uh, another one in the bag for Ethan. Oh yeah, just like another, just like <laughs> another good, good shitty attached himself to. Exactly. It's just like oh, a, a biopic about a Canadian painter. Absolutely. <laughs> like, um, I will say it interests me, and this is like a total non sequitur, but um, the Adam Driver movie. Driver? Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Patterson. Um, Reminded Did you see me that? of this a lot, yeah. I love Patterson. I love Patterson. Me too. And oh. I kept thinking about it in terms of this sort Patterson's of like, much nicer to his beautiful wife. Yes. <laughs> but this sort of like couple, um, it's like a look at a couple. And they're like very much in their own world. Yes. And in And even um I don't remember the p- wife's name, but uh, Golshifta's character was yeah. always painting the yes. person. Yeah, exactly. So certain parts of this really made me think back to that, this, like, outsider art idea. Yeah. Like, he's this totally unrecognized poet, this very, like, blue-collar. I mean, yeah, they're not yeah. even blue-collar. They don't have collars. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> the linen collar. Stained yeah. linen collar. <laughs> what does a fishmonger wear? <laughs> what he was wearing. <laughs> Lots of suspenders. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, Patterson's such a good comparison. Except obviously Patterson's fictional, so sure, yeah. sure. But but it's still like that same but kind of like totally. regional outsider art, yes. like and I mean, quietly. Yeah, that's like present day Brooklyn and this is, yeah, yeah, but uh, or New Jersey. It's Patterson. Yeah. It's literally yeah. Patterson, New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I was drawing a lot of comparisons in my head. That makes a lot of sense between mm-hmm. the two of those. Oh, I want to watch Patterson again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish she was in more movies that weren't Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Listen, woman got a payday. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's she'll... taking care of bees now. She's like my biggest like celebrity crush right now. She's like. Ghost Shift is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Does she have like a great Instagram? She's yeah. got a pretty good okay, Instagram. Great. She doesn't post it's much, cute. but she's been lately posting about taking care of bees, so I'm smitten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, she's wonderful. Um, I'm sure she'll show up in something. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. Completely tangential, but Patterson also did check it out. Excited yeah. to see what everyone in that does look more later. Yeah, and I, I'd like to see this get buzz because it's really just had like a limited release because it's a very small movie about 
a very yeah, small it's very thing. specific. Um, but I don't really know what the Oscars are going to look like this year yet. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's too early. June. It's too early to yeah. tell. There's going to be so much stuff coming out at it, the end of the June, year. But the men category is never as competitive as the women these days because men can't act. Um, <laughs> even worrying on the, the list of men who can act. It's, Where are we at? Like eight? It's, Ethan, it's like literally like eight men. It's Ethan, <laughs> it's Richard Jenkins, it's Patrick Stewart, Denzel Washington, John C. Mm-hmm. Riley, um, Mahershala Ali. Oh yeah, yes. he's great. Uh, Edward Norton. And that's like the that's like everyone who can act. Yeah. That's all, all the men. men. That's all the men who can act. Um, I mean My Tom next Hanks. Will be all the men. <laughs> all the men. Oh, actually, <laughs> I have been like developing another podcast just called Men Can't Act, <laughs> and it's about Please. it's about movies where the female performance completely overshadows the lead male. I just have to get the list together and then I can do it. That's, oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, thank you. I'm very here for that. Um, uh, so that's about it. Yeah. yeah. It. Go watch Monty in theaters now. If yeah. you're in I, I'm going to put cities. this out. I'm going to put this out tomorrow. So like, yeah, if you're in major U.S. cities, Monty's probably playing at like your weird art house theater. And then I think it'll just show up on Prime. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it'll get a it'll get a streaming deal somewhere accessible. It's gonna it's gonna be streaming eventually, but it's a, a very a delightful movie to go sit in the AC and watch. Exactly. Um, well, yeah. Thank you again for being our guest. Thanks for having me. I'm guys. sure we'll, we'll see it's you again soon. <laughs> um, and keep hawking the skies. <laughs>